This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge, and we're inviting you to take it with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. Head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. Make that commitment to shop one in five of your purchases towards a small business. We also invite you to shop the directory if you don't know where to find other small businesses. It's right there on the page. And we're asking for you to share the pledge. Imagine if each of us told three to four people about the Shop One in Five pledge. It would be an incredible and life-changing for so many small businesses. Tell your friends, your family, and your social network. It costs nothing extra and makes a world of difference. Our purchases have the ability to change lives. Okay, let's jump in. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the Product Boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everybody, Jacqueline and Mina here, your co-hosts of the Product Boss Podcast. Today, we will be sharing a conversation we had with a fellow female founder. You see, we believe women helping women is what the world needs more of. Introducing our female founder episodes, where we interview fellow female entrepreneurs and highlight their small business. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on product businesses to encourage our community to support each other, learn from each other, buy from each other, and lift each other up. So let's jump in. Hey, everyone. And we are so excited to bring you another incredible Female Founders episode. So today we're going to talk with Angela Richardson. She is the CEO and founder of Pure Home. And we're going to talk about how Angela and her business partner have disrupted an industry. And let me tell you, disrupting an industry is no easy feat. And Angela and her business partner have just have done this when it comes to sustainable home house cleaning products and all the rest. So Angela, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys and I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you. We're so excited. So tell us about, I was telling you before the call that I'm a huge fan of your products, but tell us about Pure Home. Uh, Pure Home is a natural non-toxic household cleaners and laundry detergent product line. Uh, We make everything from dish soap, surface cleaners, bathroom cleaner, laundry care products, you name it. We're making it as eco-friendly and non-toxic as possible and effective at cleaning. (laughs) Important. Yes, Mm -hmm. very important. And when did you start, Angela? Uh, May of 2017 is our official launch. Okay. May of 2017. And then how has your growth been? Where did you see the most growth in those years? It's been three years, three three years, four years. Yeah, three years. years. What year is it? (laughs) 
Yeah, so we've grown um, every year since our launch in 2017. Um, I am going to say last year was our biggest growth. Um, I would say because of the pandemic and everybody was shopping online. So people started seeking out where they can find their laundry detergent and dish soap. That's what we saw first. And then going into the summertime with all the social justice issues and more of the pandemic and all of that, then we just kind of like exploded and just had a great amount of growth. So we've, we've always grown, but this last year was our biggest growth. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. In the time of pandemic, right? I mean, cleaning, <laughs> cleaning was huge, right? Hand sanitizer, um, mm-hmm. home cleaning products, and then the idea of, of natural. So it really... I'm sure hit. So I want to kind of step back to 2017 and just talk about sort of your journey into the sustainable, you know, home house cleaning products. Um, you're very much a leader in this industry. Um, also, you, what's your, I want to refer to her by her name. So what's your business partner's name? Michelle. Michelle. Okay. So Michelle and yourself, two women, um, women of color that have decided to step into this world of eco-friendly cleaning. Um, would you mind kind of telling us a little bit about that origin story? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it started with my hair. Um, I did the big chop in 2012. Um, and that kind of segued me down the journey of, you know, eco-friendly living. Um, I started looking at products and their ingredients, uh, the labels, Started with my hair products, of course. Uh, then that kind of segued into uh, cleaners. Actually, I, I take that back. It went. It segued into skincare and then cleaners. Um, and then I started making my own bar soap. So I know how to make my own bar soap and all, all those things. Um, had my own uh, skincare business for a little while um, and decided after a year that it really wasn't what I wanted to do. And so I couldn't figure out what it was I wanted to do, what type of product. I knew I wanted to create a product line, an eco-friendly product line, but what was it? And so I, it, I just kind of got clear on what I wanted, which was, you know, the everyday essentials. So your dish soap, your household cleaners, uh, hard surface, bathroom, all of those things, including laundry and all that. And so I just started formulating, um, taking my knowledge from, you know, my formulation days with uh, skincare segue that into learning more about the ingredients that make up household cleaners, uh, which is such an interesting and different, um, you know, industry altogether. Because mm-hmm. soap and things you can just make with some coconut oil and some, <laughs> you know, some uh, sodium hydroxide and you got a bar of soap. <laughs> but with household cleaners and particularly for them to be natural and effective, I had to really look at the whole gambit of ingredients available so that included the sulfates and why I didn't want to go that route. So I got very clear that that wasn't the route that I wanted to go through. And then I just looked at, you know, what was the least uh, toxic ingredients available and started formulating first with the laundry detergent then the dish soap and then, you know, the surface cleaners. And that's really that was an 18 month uh, long process. Um, I got mm-hmm. very clear the same uh, mission and uh, clarity that I had then is still what leads me now. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the mission hasn't changed. It has to be safe, <laughs> non-toxic and, you know, effective at cleaning. And so um, I launched in May of 2017 and it's just been uphill, <laughs> so to speak, from there. Did you launch with your business partner? Did you conceive it together? How, how did that all start? 
Um, actually, I didn't. I uh, well, I did and I didn't. She uh, helped with uh, startup costs, so uh, it was my idea. And then we kind of just, you know, she kind of didn't get it, <laughs> but um, because she she was really interested in, you know, what I was interested in, she helped me with the capital um, to start up, and then kind of from there. You know, she's kind of been there for me, like throughout the whole process of growing the business and all of that. So um, then she really has come on probably within the last two years. Uh, she still works a full time job. I do this full time. Um, and so she uh, comes in, um, you know, she deals with our um, operations and our finances and things of that nature, the things that I'm not that great at. So she kind of picks up, you know, where I lack at. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of keep pure home um, on the right track. So, yeah, so we kind of up and down, but she has been there since the beginning. I mean, it sounds like you're the visionary. Uh, where did you first start selling and where do you sell now? We started selling online. So I started my, you know, all my information that I had from when I had my skincare business. I knew how to build a website and create the logo and the, the labels. We're very, like, <laughs> rustic, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just very natural in our approach in the beginning. Now, of course, I have a dedicated graphic designer and somebody that does my labels and all my graphics and all that. Uh, so I know a little bit better now. <laughs> but um, in the beginning, um, you know, I did everything from the packaging to the labels and all of that. So we started online, immediately got an Instagram uh, page and Facebook and just started doing you know, post about um, our cleaners and just being eco-friendly and really educating the consumers on what it means to have a sustainable cleaner, um, what our ingredients are and why we use them um, and all of that. So, yeah, we're just we're selling online and we also have some um, smaller retailers. So we have a large wholesale part that we sell to um they have online markets or shops. We have a lot of shops throughout the country uh, that sell our products as well. And actually, a lot of zero waste companies um, mm-hmm. carry our products in their bulk section. So our laundry detergent and our dish soap, glass cleaner, and our scrub are the main products that those type of companies um, go for for their customers. I was going to say, I love your detergent because it is a zero waste. Like the packaging is biodegradable and, right? It's Yes. Yeah. And it's, um, it's just great because it, it, it's all involved, right? It's that zero waste. Cause I hate, you know, you'll buy those natural cleaners and it's still in a giant plastic container. Yeah. And it's like, what do I do with this giant container that I'm about to throw out? So you're really thinking through the needs of your customers and also the mission of your business. And you're keeping that pretty, pretty streamlined. Yeah. yeah we're, we're trying to be more sustainable. We started with that laundry detergent container And now recently we've um, included our refills so people can buy the container or if they have a container at home, they buy the refill and um, fill their own containers up. So it's less plastic. It's still plastic, but unfortunately we can't get past plastic (laughs) for the most part. But Uh less plastic is better than, you know, repeatedly getting all those containers and just throwing those, tossing those. Um, So, yeah. 
So in terms of growth for your business, so you've been in business for three years, we obviously saw a huge, huge thing last year, but, you know, taking a look at your website and I invite everyone to go to visit shop pure, it's P-U-R-home.com. You have been featured in a lot of places. You've been featured in Forbes, Refinery29, Marie Claire, um, Architectural Digest, People, Real Simple, Pop Sugar, and then you also, um, Beyonce and Be the Be Good Grant. Would you mind kind of just... Did did they just find you? Did you reach out? Like, how did how did all this press happen for your incredible business? Oh uh, yeah, most of that uh, has definitely been organic. Uh, people have reached out um, over the last year uh, to feature us on their websites. Uh, we've done uh, Forbes and Today Show, uh, as well as other a couple of other ones were very specific, as in they actually you know interviewed me to get my input on the article and all that. So everything has been really organic. I do have a PR team right now. So we have some amazing press coming this year that they have been working on. Still, a lot of it is still organic. Uh, People just are interested in pure home (laughs) for some reason, other than, you know, we are a sustainable um, brand um, on top of being woman-owned, Black-owned. And so that is the interest right now. And so I think that um, is really why for the most part, other than, you know, like you said, we are disrupting the industry. Yeah, that's what I really love is that as you've grown, um, we saw we, we see things like zero waste, sustainability, all of it has gained in popularity. We've never seen it done where it's two women of color really representing in an industry that's grossly underrepresented for women of color and women, you know, I think women are starting to become more in that industry. But how is that going? Is that something that's kind of feels like a different journey of its own um, as far as like getting into these um, publications? And and how is that? How are you navigating that? Um, I think the the biggest uh, kickback that I see is actually dealing with others in this industry. Um, we don't I don't find it uh, when I'm talking to any of the interviewers. I think some of them are very just surprised at how knowledgeable I am. <laughs> about the industry and I'm like please just know that I'm going to be very knowledgeable (laughs) Uh uh you know and so that's what you know I find it's kind of odd sometimes when they're like oh you're so knowledgeable about you know what we're talking about I'm like yeah I have to be because this is my industry and I take it very serious I want to be able to explain to others why they need to have products in their household and so I do a lot of research I'm very science-based and, um, you know, so it's, it's super important. It's a passion project as well as a business for me. And mm-hmm. so I'm very passionate about it. So I'm going to know every single thing that I can about it and be able to explain that to others. My, my bachelor's degree is in English. I should have been a teacher. So, I, <laughs> you know, I'm always writing and talking and, you know, trying to explain stuff to people. Um, but so, yeah, but then the other part of it is when I deal with uh, manufacturers, for my products, I find that they're generally mostly uh, men. And so when I start talking and it's the same, like I know what I'm talking about, you can feel like, I feel like sometimes they have that pushback because they're not expecting me to know what mm-hmm. I know. And then so you, there, there, there is level of pushback. Um, yeah. definitely. And it's, it's just, it's, it's interesting to see. It's, it's, it's new for me to navigate because I've always, manufactured our products. And now as we're growing, I have to outsource um, some of those products that we sell the most. 
And so to actually have to deal with um, manufacturers has been, you know, a tough challenge for us. We have one that we're working with and I really, I really like him because he has a small business and he's a small business owner. So he kind of gets, you know, the plight of small businesses. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been a different experience for me, but my first several experiences have not been, (laughs) you know, that great, but yeah. Yeah. The reason why I ask is because, you know, as at least in my journey, when I became more successful, more successful, it wasn't about the business decisions that I was making. I really felt it was, I felt that I had to learn how to be a leader. And it sounds like you are the leader in your industry, right? You learned in 2017, even before before all this stuff was cool, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where uh, where everybody's doing it now, being yeah. sustainable, being eco-friendly, um, being zero waste. And then also leading the way because 2020 was such a significant year. Like you said, there's lots of, you know, different things happening. You're in the limelight right now. And mm-hmm. Sometimes people pull back from that, but Mm -hmm. I love that you're leaning into that and you're really forging the way for other people to, you know, younger generations to see that from you. And I applaud that in, especially in the industry too, where, like you said, things seem to always go in the same direction. So, and I want to add on to that because also when you go to your website, you are the face of your brand, right? You're showing yourself interacting mm-hmm. with the products. Um, she shows herself at the sink and in front of um, laundry and whatnot. And and I think even with the sustainable movement, and now I'm sure you're way more well-versed than I am, but sustainable, eco-friendly or you know, uh, cleaning products, there's not a face attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. So you're still just buying the product and maybe you're buying it for cute packaging, which you have. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're buying it because you've seen it on social or it's gotten hyper pressed, but seeing you stand for something and we've definitely pushed the idea that people buy from people. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that you're a leader, knowing that you're well-versed in this, that you're an expert at this, it then gets, up, it increases that no like trust factor to be like, Angela, I trust Angela and yeah. these are Angela's products and Angela's mm-hmm. going to, you know, and so I think, I think you're also disrupting the entire industry by putting a face to it versus, yeah. you know, and they'll get a celebrity to be pouring, you know, mm-hmm. into the dishwasher looking all cute, but you're actually like, no, I stand for this mm-hmm. and I stand for it for you as well. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that actually has been within the last, um, several months because I wasn't always on my, I was never on my website. I know you weren't. I, cause I remember going on your site a few, a while ago. I was like, Oh, she's on here now. <laughs> yeah. And so that was a really like tough decision because I'm super shy, you know, I'm an introvert and I'm super shy. And so for me to actually have to be the, the face of pure home, I never wanted that. I always wanted to be in the background and let somebody else, you know, be that face and, take care of all of that. But I have had so many conversations with people that, you know, my customers know me by name. Um, when they referred, they know Angela. And so that is such a, a thing. So when I, you know, talk to certain, you know, other people, they were like, we need to see you. We need to see your face. We need to see, you know, your experience. We need to know your background. And so I had to really do a deep dive into getting out of my own box and coming out of my own shell to be able to do those, <laughs> to do those pictures and to actually post them the way that they're posted on the website. <laughs> Your messaging is right on. We just had somebody in post on Facebook, authentic, real and fresh. 
that literally is, I mean, you know, the, the, the mistakes that we see a lot of newbies when they come to any industry is that their messaging is off. Mm-hmm. They're not clear about their messaging and then that there's disconnect. And I think that's helped you really grow is that you've hit the nail on the head, right? People want authentic. They want real. They want fresh. And that's, you've seen the growth from that happening. Cause you said all these people are finding you organically. It's mm-hmm. hitting people where they need to be hit. And they're like, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And, um, I'm excited to see that growth happen even more because I think that that's actually what the trend is going to be for 2021 Absolutely. as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Keep, I mean, we're supporting you every step of the way. I, I'm interested too to see as you work with your, you know, publicity agency, how they position you because it, obviously you're Michelle's, you know, sort of a little bit more behind the scenes and you're the, on your Instagram, you're the face of the brand. And I'm, and as they start to position you as this expert and as this leader in this mm-hmm. industry, I'm curious when you go back to the, these manufacturers are going to be calling you and being like, now can we manufacture your mm-hmm. brand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that is the case. You know, I find that when I go back to some of them and I say, you know, we're, you know, looking because we're going to be like, and you know, the next couple of months are going to be huge for pure home. And so you'll be able to see us in realms that, you know, I can only dream of. <laughs> and so when it happens, I'm going to be like, is this a dream or is this like reality? Because it's going to be reality for me. And, you know, so yeah, I, I'm hoping that it really just breaks us out to where we are, you know, trusted in the industry are that brand name that can my I've always said from the beginning pure home products definitely can stand against any product on the shelf point blank period that's the way they're formulated that's the way it's set up and we just want to be able to say natural products do work we want to change the way people think about clean mm-hmm. and you know that is the goal from here from the beginning all the way through and we just hope that we're we're able to just continue to do that and get that in front of people. And they have that same experience, you know, whether they get it from us on our website or one day in Target or wherever they are able to get them, you know, it's. it's yeah. It's <laughs> and I think for everybody who's listening, I think the key factor in that is, you know, this is the coach side of me coming out, is that for any business that's going through huge growth like Angela's business is, it really is going to come down to the team that she's growing, right? How can you fulfill on the promises you make to your customers? So can you tell us a little bit about the team that you have right now and how you see, um, what you see for yourself for 2021? Sure. So I have, um, let's see, four staff, um, not including myself and Michelle. Um, I have an administrative assistant uh, that's integral in my day-to-day life. <laughs> um, you know, she she handles um, a lot of the things that I cannot handle or don't have the time to handle that she'll think, take it through and just, um, you know, lead the way for that. We have a warehouse manager slash production assistant. She basically handles all of our orders, online orders, and the staff that actually pack, uh, pick and pack the orders. Then we have um, three warehouse associates. They range in duties um, because what I, I wanted to do is really um, mine their uh, skills 
Uh, so I really took the time to look and see what they were good at. So one of them deals specifically with myself and um, wholesale. So we uh, team up together to do wholesale. Um, one is really good at doing marketing as well as making, you know, certain products. And so she uh, helps me in that area to do, you know, some of the marketing and graphics and all of that. Uh, one is just a straight maker. He's a, a workhorse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so of all trades. Making so, all the cleaners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, he loves that. That's his element um, as well as, you know, all of the heavy duty things that, you know, I'm not going to do. So, um, and so that is my team. Uh, we work really well together. Uh, we, you know, just make pure home run. Uh, prior to what, six months ago, I was doing this all by myself um, in my shed in the back of my house, <laughs> you know, to go from there to, you know, have a 2,500 square foot warehouse and a team of five is. Mm-hmm. And know. you're in Nevada, right? You said, yeah. so I'm sure there's temperature things that you have to be aware of as far as, you know, cleaning or it's like, I can't even, air wrap. yeah, I can't even wrap my around. There's mm-hmm. like so much snow outside right now. So, so. <laughs> Well, this has been an incredible conversation with you, Angela. Thank you for sharing all of this. Thank you for creating your business. Uh, it is something that we all need. It is something for the future. You know, it's it's a legacy ultimately that you're leaving to all of our children by helping us kind of create a better world. So I love your mission and what you're doing. And I cannot wait to see the things that are coming in 2021. So would you mind sharing with our listeners how they can find you, where they can shop from you, and how they can follow you and share your business? Sure. So our website is uh, www.shoppurehome.com and it's uh, pure, P-U-R, home. So shoppurehome.com. And then our Facebook is uh, Pure Home Clean. Um, and our Instagram, it was Pure Home Clean, but we've been hacked. So you can find us at Shop Pure Home on Instagram as well. Amazing. Okay. Thank you so much, Angela. And we'll have to have you back on after, you know, to see your growth. Even Yeah, your massive (laughs) growth, even from six months from now, right? So thanks so much for being on. All right. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge, and we're inviting you to take the pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business, online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. We're inviting you to take the pledge if you head to Shop 1 in 5 com. The link is in the show notes. And when you get there, please make sure to share the pledge with your friends, your family, and your customers. Let's invite everyone to take the Shop 1 in 5 pledge so that we can all use our purchasing power to change lives. <laughs>